Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. What's going on, everybody? Man, I had to do a quick visual check to see if I'm doing the intro or if Ashad's doing it. He, 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 you know, would just like instinctively do it if I was quiet for two seconds and he would hop right in you know that that chemistry and uh i was just like damn like am i supposed to do something or not so um i felt the same way i didn't know if i should start or not it's just like the whole the whole thing is us just locking eyes and staring at each other and then they're like okay all right like the hell yeah going before on? we started recording this we were staring at each other for like 10 minutes but we had to cut that part out because it wouldn't make for a very good podcast yeah i just took a screenshot and held it up over my webcam <laughs> so that i was gonna win the staring contest i'm not a loser hell no um but anyways let's let's hop right in i feel like we haven't speaking given a of life losers. update what what was that i said speaking of losers you're, let's hop you're, right in you're lucky you're back over at your place and not hanging out with me over the weekend all right <laughs> you're, you're lucky there pal um but yeah let's just hop right in what's uh what's been going on with you how are you doing i'm doing well uh same yeah <laughs> doing housework no, but the, kind of the same old, right? Like getting stuff done around the house. Honestly, just preparing for the next two months. Uh, my April is just like crazy. I had a lot of crap going on. Uh, and then after that, there's only like a month and a half left until the, until the baby's born. So I was trying to get everything done, trying to get everything ready uh, for that. So then I don't have to kind of worry about it. But yeah, not honestly, not much else. Uh, I did go to see my doctor finally uh, for my annual checkup, which is, I think I went there in COVID once. But my my doctor usually doesn't have me go every year. He like he likes to like space it out a little bit more. So when I called him, I think it was like right around the year Mark had just passed. I was like, hey, I need to make an appointment. They're like, oh, we don't have an appointment for like three months from now. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I guess it, it works out because it's it's the schedule that he wanted me to do anyway. So, um, yeah, gonna go to do that. Find out find out what's going on there. If there's anything significant, I'll let you guys know. But you know, I feel like I'm a pretty healthy guy, so I don't I don't usually worry about that stuff. Um, yeah, not honestly, not much else. Can't think of anything to anything interesting at least, which which is a good thing. I'm glad there aren't very many interesting things going on right now. I need to need things to be chill until uh, you know the calm before the storm. So a new baby comes, and then I just don't get any sleep and don't get any food and forget to drink water and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's a uh, man every. Every new parent I've talked to at like work is just like I'm on zero sleep today. Like, don't talk to me. I'm like, all right, you got it. Like, <laughs> like it's almost like instead of getting them like uh, baby gifts and stuff for like the baby shower, you have to get them like energy drinks. You're like, here's a Red Bull, here's a Monster, here's a Bang, here's this, here's this. Nah, like, <laughs> don't do that. I, I think so what like, you should get them is a certificate that says I'll watch your baby for the next four hours, so you can go and get some sleep. This is like uh, when you're a kid and you have to like do those things in school where you're like, 
you get like a coup a hug coupon or whatever <laughs> and then um you know like 30 years later people are trying to like you know use those things you're trying to claim them <laughs> yeah you know i mean like just just saying for all the kids out there you know or you know if you have kids now like make sure you put an expiration date on your on your coupons like that right like I've, i give out coupons every year for like hugs or like love you forever i don't even know what i was doing i'm like a four-year-old bro i'm out here you know just promising things i can't deliver on you know somebody shows up 15 years later going through my parents garage or whatever like hey you you owe me a hug i'm like nah we can't do it you know I got a coupon it. though. That's what I'm saying. Like it needs they, an expiration they, they, date. They take you to court. They're like, "This is a legally binding document." Bro, he owes you're me on, a hug. You're on. You're on fucking air. Judge Judy's like, just hug the motherfucker. Like, just, just go, go. No, I won't do it. Give him a hug. No, that coupon expired, Judge. No, it didn't. You didn't write that in the contract. You're dumb. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know anything about it. But then again, I don't think you can really make contracts when you're like, you know, four or five or however old I am. Like the Why third not? grade, seven, eight. Um, you're probably not legally allowed to sign without consent of an adult. So I all made, of those I made are invalid. Yeah, I made plenty of contracts. I made a contract with my uncle when I was young that I would clean his garage if he took me to Pismo Beach. Did, did you do it? Yeah, I cleaned his garage and then uh, I think he didn't want to take me and I'm like, there's a contract. You're like, nah, motherfucker, you signed it, I signed it, it's dated. <laughs> there I'm going to take you to Judge Judy. I'm going to take you to Judge Judy. <laughs> That that's uh that's hilarious. I would do a lot of shit like that when I was a kid. That's why I, I thought I was gonna become a lawyer because I was all into like agreements and like whatever. Um, but nah, dude, too much, too much. I don't know. I'd have to go back in time and actually take the LSAT instead of learning about computers. You can take it today. <sighs> that's true. What if I just take the bar and pass it and then become a lawyer without ever going to law school? Not that uh, anybody's gonna hire me, but then I could say I'm a lawyer. No, that there are states where you can do that. Yeah, you can do it in California. Okay. Yeah. I think there's like six or seven states. I'm pretty sure that or maybe less of that, but but there's like a few that um that you can do that in. Yep. Um, you don't have to go to any law school. You can just self teach as long as you pass the bar. You're, you know, you're a lawyer. Yeah, I would just like you to be able to put lawyer. You know, it's, we have a lawyer on the podcast. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? You know, what what sucks though is you can't put JD right because you don't have your juris doctorate. You would be a lawyer, but you wouldn't have your JD. Right. So you'd be like name be Esquire, name. right? I think oh, Esquire is the tag. Is it? I think so. And I think JD, yeah, I think you're right. Because you... Because hmm. JD is when you have your Juris Doctorate. You're, like you went to school and got it. Right, right. Because you can have a JD and not pass your the bar and not be a lawyer. Right. The same way you can have like a doctorate in like, I don't know sociology or something and be a doctor but you're not a medical doctor because yeah, that's, like that's an md he's not or, a uh, or a do yeah <laughs> fucking dr <Dre. laughs> all right all right anyway. uh this, so how's, how, how's your uh, how's your week been matt what's what's new uh it's it's been good um i feel like i don't remember the last time we gave like a big update but i had my birthday that was cool um a shot was there hung out for a bit a bunch of other people um yeah that was fun to see people um but overall yeah i mean life's life's good there's definitely some changes and stuff going on right like always like stuff with the new job stuff with living situation like what i want to do there um stuff going on in the world and i think just trying to take it you know day by day and not getting too um stuck in the weeds with any of it 
you know, because what happens, I think, is you get a lot of these big changes that happen at once. Like if you are getting a new job or a new relationship or a new living situation or whatever, and when they hit all at once, you like don't know where to put your energy because there's no one priority. There's two or three priorities that are going on at once. And then that's when um, it's like really easy to be stressed and anxious all the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, just trying to like not really avoid that. Um, You're trying not to been... avoid that? Sorry. 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 <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to avoid like, that. Uh... Good, good call, good call. Um, yeah, you know, just trying to um, just go through the motions on some of it. You know, I know that there's like pieces that'll be stressful, but um, I don't know. It's it's like a, it's like a weird like Zen moment, like the calm before the storm almost. Where I'm just like, all right, like whatever happens, happens. It's not a big deal. And why why does it have to be a storm though? That's, that's the phrase. I don't know. The, the calm before the calm. Is that what I should say? I, I mean, unless you know that there's a storm coming. Well, I mean, th- there there is because there's like all the stuff going on at work and um, potentially like my moving, si- my living situation and a couple of things that are going to be in flux that I'm trying to figure out. So I guess there is like a storm. Let's just hope that it's like there's a, a storm brewing, a low level storm. And it's like kind of like cool and sets the mood as opposed to like a hurricane. Um, Good point. I mean, as we said before, the only constant in life is change, right? So you just gotta you gotta embrace the change, man. There we go. Did you? Where one door we're, closes, we're, another we're, opens. We're done with the podcast. That, that's all the wisdom anybody needs, right there. It's just no. It's, where it's where one door closes, another one opens, man. That's that's how it is. No, you can't. Well, you can't. Well, usually, uh, like when I close a door, I don't want somebody else's door to open. I want that door to stay closed, right? Like, could you imagine if I closed my like front door? And like locked it and went to bed, and somebody else's door just opened. That would be terrible for security. Why? Because then what happens if somebody opens my door and I don't want it to be opened, right? Make sure you have a lock, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like 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 a force is banging against the door. Cost. What the fuck's going on? Like, bro, somebody's closed their door. Yours is trying to open. I'm like, no, I don't get it. I don't get the joke. It reminds me like a really yeah, old. I, um, I'll give you a better one. You can't start the next chapter until you end this one. That is not true. Have you seen me write an essay? Bro, I write the... Sometimes you write the summary before There's you write the... Those beginning. aren't chapters, dude. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of this like uh, this really old commercial back when I would watch TV or commercials. And it was uh, like somebody goes in their garage and they flip a light switch. And they're like, I have no idea what this thing does, right? But then it turns out that it's like their neighbor's three doors down. It controls their garage door. And it's like opening and slamming into their car. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and then it was something for like, you know, having like a, an actual electrician look at your stuff instead of just you kind of doing it yourself or whatever. But I thought that I thought that was like hilarious watching. That I, I, I kind of remember that, uh, that one as well. Funny enough. Especially because like in my house now, there are there are light switches that don't do anything. And I'm like, what? how did they not do anything? I, I, I think like one was supposed to be for like a fan that got removed downstairs. So it's like a light switch that is wired to, to like the fan would be, but there is no more fan in the living room. So I think that's part of it. Um, but yeah, and there's a couple that like will control the same light switch. Yeah. yeah which is interesting, right? Normal stuff. But like if the bulbs burn out, I don't know. It's just like, I, I mean, I lived here for like three or four years before i finally figured out what they all do <laughs> it's like walking around like how do i turn that one on but not that so i just like you press the button like all right i'm surprised you haven't labeled everything yet um i feel like people would get annoyed with me if i lived alone i probably would but then just be people visit like 
what's going on here what's going on here so what are we talking about today matt now that we've gotten our lives out of the way uh we're talking about uh coaching coaching right um getting help finding a mentor anything kind of in those lines there um from a personal perspective, I have had one of my friends help out with my uh, personal training. Oh, She's you're welcome, She's a certified man. trainer. Tra- oh, she. Not you, oh, bro. Okay. Last time, last time we tried <laughs> to train together, you tried to, you know, choke me out, and I, you know, and I was overconfident. I was training for a little bit, you know. Don't release the video, please. Um, you, you know, you know, it's no big deal. Um, God, I realize how often I say um now. I just say it every six words. Anyway, this is, is it anyway or anyways? I feel like people always argue with me on that. I don't know. Whatever. I got to coach. You find a coach to help you discern between anyway I need anyway a grammar anyways. coach now. Shit. Uh, so I got a coach for training. One of my friends, she's certified and we've been working together. And what's really great about it is, um, you know, in times when you are down and you're not able to perform a movement or you're not able to PR in something, and their job is kind of there to pick you up. And this happened recently where I was in the middle of doing something and just couldn't get the movement down. We're doing some kettlebell stuff and it was all kind of new to me, but I'd done it sort of before, right? She had kind of showed me how to do it. So I knew what the movement was, but she was like, oh, let's change this and do this and get this better. And I was getting really frustrated with myself. And she could tell because, all right, let's go into the next let's go to the next set, right? Let's do another round. And she just said, no, you're not in a good headspace. We're going to stop. We're not going to um, do it. I'm like, no, I'm fine, right? Like, she's like, no, you're, you're getting pissed off. And I was telling her about other stuff going on in my life. Um, and she's like, no, you're just, you're not in a good place to be like waving weights around your head right now. <laughs> and, and I was like, all right. So we talked about it a little bit, but um, she's, you know, she brought up a really good point. And it was that when you're doing something new, for the first time or maybe you've done it one or two other times like this particular movement you're it's not that you're gonna suck but it's okay that you suck at it right you just have to keep pushing to get better but there are going to be parts that that suck that that are discouraging and ultimately that um i guess if you don't if you don't have a way through it or somebody to help you get around whatever that obstacle is that might be the moment where you decide i'm going to quit right you get really discouraged oh i can't do this uh you maybe you hurt yourself if it's working out and then you think okay i'm gonna take two weeks off i'm gonna take this off and then you don't get back into it so you know kind of stifling that momentum and so it's been great for me but also i think when it comes to um mental health right getting getting ahead of it um early on like with a coach right if, if you're learning basketball by yourself and then you finally get a coach to help your team And you realize you've been doing your jump shot wrong the entire time, right? Like with improper form. Now you have to unlearn those bad habits and then relearn the good habits. And it's just a longer process. Right. Uh, And it's kind of the same thing with your mental health, right? I've heard a lot of friends recently say, ah, you know, I'm going to give it a few more months and then I'll go seek a therapist. I had a friend once say that to me too. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, your friend, I think, was saying I'm a, every week I'm going to do it. And then it took him nine months, <laughs> if I remember correctly, if we're talking about the same friend. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's like the, the sooner you get to do it, the, the sooner you can kind of help out. It's like the check engine light stuff. You know, if you're 
check engine light comes on, you go get your car checked out and swap the brake fluid or whatever. It's not a big deal. But if you decide, hey, I've been running it for two, three years with a check engine light on, didn't do any maintenance or any upkeep. Now they're like, oh, well, you know, your brakes are completely shot. We got to replace this or we got to, you know, rebuild part of your engine or I don't, I don't know shit about cars. Um, this analogy is going to fall flat. So anyways, I'm going to pass it off to a shot and he can tell about uh, his coaching experience. Yeah, I mean, coaching, I think, just in general is important, right? There's there's only so far you can get doing stuff by yourself. And kind of like what you were saying, right? A coach sees those things, in your case, saw that you were getting frustrated, you know, knew to stop it so that you wouldn't hurt yourself or um, hurt your body in some way. Uh, but they, you know, coaches in general, one, they offer that third person kind of view, right? Where you may not see stuff about yourself that you're doing right or wrong, but someone looking from the outside in, and especially like a coach that has a lot of training and has seen a lot of other, whether it's athletes or if you're, you know, if it's a professional coach, you know, a lot of business people or whatever type of coach it is, they, you know, they, one, they've seen different types of people and can recommend stuff to help you change, right? To help you get better. But two, they probably also have a lot of different ways, right? A lot of different um, methods or practices or, um, you know, routines or whatever it is that you can do to improve. So it, it, it is always nice kind of having that, that other person there. Uh, you know, and then if you get hurt, obviously, same thing. They, they have some um, practice with the hurt in a sport type of sense of course but in like a professional world if you do something wrong or accidentally say something you weren't supposed to right your coach you know if you talk to them they may be able to uh give you ideas and uh of what you can do to make it better right remedy situations in in a sports sense you know they'll know what workouts you can't do anymore because they'll affect your injury and which ones you can't and they'll help you uh you know get there faster so coaches are overall very important um i i mean i personally don't have a coach i've never had a personal trainer either but it's only because i've never been that serious about weightlifting or that serious about uh, or that consistent to be honest i i don't like weightlifting very much Uh, i usually do it for a year and then I'll, I'll do other workouts or, you know, cardio or sports for another year and I'll switch back and forth. And I don't do anything crazy, right? I do very, very basic stuff. And I've had coaches or friends that have helped me out in some of those situations and shown me the right way of doing it. So now I feel like I, you know, I, I kind of just like follow what they did before and don't do very many new things anyway. But in the case of like yoga, Right. And, you know, they're instructors, not coaches. But, you know, when I first started doing yoga, it's, it's cool, like opening up a YouTube video and like kind of trying to follow along with that stuff. But you get so much more when you have an instructor there, especially one where you can do. Like they can actually like help you improve your stances. Because then you realize that like like these micro movements that like you hadn't thought of before, right? Like turning your leg slightly or your knee pushing it slightly in or out makes such a big difference to one, the muscle you're, you're kind of focusing on and two, like your whole stance. 
and you just you wouldn't be able to get that from a YouTube video because you know they they can't see you. It's a it's a one way type of thing. Uh, like I was lucky enough, and uh, I, I think I've mentioned this uh, in our yoga episode that I used to go to this yoga studio that I liked a lot. They were smaller classes, you know. It was less focused on getting a very um, like workout in, right? It wasn't like core power yoga. Uh, and it was more of like, you know, getting your stances right. I mean, you still got a very good workout out of it, but it was it was a lot more than just the workout. It, it had also kind of that spiritual side of things and meditating and doing all that. So I was lucky that one day I went to class and uh, no one else showed up that day. So I, you know, and the, you know, the instructor was there. So she was basically like, hey, like we can do a regular class if you want. Um, but because since it's just, you know, you, we can also do a like workshop where, you know, you can try to hold all the different positions and I'll, you know, I'll go around and I'll tell you whether you're doing it right or wrong or what to change or how you can improve that stance or that, that stance or right, right. That yoga pose. And doing that was probably one of the most beneficial things I'd done for yoga since I ever started doing yoga. Because even the positions that I was doing right, you know, she gave me tips on how I can make it better, how I can go deeper in my stretches, how I can, um, you know, slightly, maybe you turn your leg a little bit more or your waist a little bit more, and it helps you, you know, maintain your balance even more or whatever it is. And that that's the kind of thing that coaches and instructors can help you with. The stuff that... Those those minor details, right, that, you know, overall you might be doing well, but that minor thing might make you just a little bit better. And, I mean, if you look at any pro athlete, there's a reason why they have coaches, and in most cases, a lot of different coaches, right? You don't see pro athletes doing stuff all on their own. They almost always have, if not, if not one, just one, like a number of different coaches for different things. Because each of them specialize in that thing. Each of them works with different people. Each of them knows about that specific, um, you know, workout or that specific aspect of the sport. And they can help you get better in that aspect. And similarly, professionally, you know, if you have multiple coaches. You know, one coach might help you uh, get better at speaking. Another one might help you get better at uh, you know, presentations or writing, you might have another coach that uh, is uh, specific to your industry and like, you know, helps you grow within your own company or something. That So that's, you know, they, they can be very beneficial. And again, with mental health, same thing, right? You might be meditating, you might be doing a lot of great things for your mental health. But you go and see a therapist and they're like, hey, like, that's great that you're doing all that. But, you know, one of, uh, you might be able to do this one other thing that might help you, you know, take you to the next level, that might help reduce your anxiety even more, that might uh, be a better fit for you, right? You might be doing a certain type of meditation or something, and you talk to someone, they're like, hey, like, that's great, any kind of meditation is great, but in your case, let's say you're struggling with social anxiety or something. Maybe they tell you, hey, in your case, loving kindness meditation might be a better fit than 
just you know um uh, what is it called what's the other meditation um it's like regular um, like transcendental or like uh anyway what, uh, whatever i, One I don't know what it's called but yeah, yeah i just call it like meditation yeah just focus on or your breath like cognitive behavior the behavior therapy right a word that i had no clue what it meant until i went to see a therapist and they kind of walked me through it and taught me how to you know use it in my daily life and that significantly improved my life but i and again you can look it up but having that person there walking you through those steps in your specific um life and in your specific experiences is what really helps you grasp the concept and use it and hopefully continue using it later on as well. Yeah, I really like the part you said earlier about um, basically that an instructor sort of one-way communication, um, especially with like YouTube or meditation apps, right? Whereas a coach is, is really that two-way dynamic back and forth because it's about you and your goals and not just like the general uh, class or the general teaching, right? And um, I mean, of course, it does usually cost more money and anything you're doing to have like those one on one sessions, like in your case where you got basically like the free yoga or like the not free, but like the class yoga coach, like that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it was like the best thing you've done because it improved so much is being able to sit there and talk through what was going on. And, and it kind of just happens, get those... like I said, like, yeah. But now that I know that that's available or that's that it helps so much, like if I start getting very serious about yoga again and I'm struggling with the pose or something, it would be something that I would, you know, reach out about and try to find someone to, to do another one of those workshops. Yeah. And you could just do it once, right? It could just be a one-off thing. It could be a recurring thing. Um, it really just depends on what your goal is, right? And I mean, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, your goal is to have less anxiety <laughs> or maybe just to learn something new or, or talk about it. But it's kind of like seeking out... Uh, Seeking out experts and getting their knowledge, right? Just like a shot said, um, but I mean, multiple coaches for athletes, I think of it with uh, UFC fighters. There'll be a head coach that manages everything. Then there's a striking coach. There's a grappling coach, right? There could be a mental performance coach where they will literally coach them on just walking out to the arena and when their song comes on, what's going through their head and what they're thinking about, right? How they get in that mindset of, I'm about to go fight somebody and get punched in the face in front of thousands of people watching me. Um, so it's just really interesting. And I think if I had said to pretty much anybody or especially guys that I know, like, oh, like, hey, you're going to learn this new thing. It's going to be really good for you. It's going to be cool. It's this new sport. Um, I have a coach present for you for like a free coaching session, would you take them up on their offer? You'd probably be like, yeah, like, I'd love to work with somebody, right? But then when it comes time to mental health, because the way that it gets, you know, stigmatized in our society, people are like, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing it for that, right? I'm fine, I'm tough, I'm whatever. And I think that that's, that's really the sad thing where, you know, if you can start to realize it's the same thing as having a coach. Like I'm sure a lot of us played sports when we were younger, right? Um, or you've had somebody coach you in anything, it's the same thing. Maybe you had like a mentor who just helped you out, right? It's it's all about somebody else just giving you their knowledge and making your life a little better. And I think we should run to that. If somebody's willing to give you um, feedback or if they're willing to give you advice and they're going to take time out of their day to help you grow, 
you should thank them for their time certainly but also like really appreciate that you get that as a, as a an opportunity right even if it starts out on just you watching youtube videos and learning a little more then eventually when you start interacting with more people and then like they share their experiences you share your experiences it can be a really really beneficial thing overall and um it's something that like i i see this podcast as like a form of coaching right we're, we're taking our experiences we're providing them kind of like on this platform to be able for other people to learn from them, to grow from them. And then when people do reach out, we have those conversations about, hey, like what's going on in your life? Like, you know, if somebody says, hey, I'm really stressed out. Is this okay? It's like, yeah, it's okay. You're probably going through a lot, right? Am I a bad person for having anxiety? No, right? It's it's just everybody has anxiety to some level and it's just a matter of how are you managing it, yep. right? So, you know, the sooner you can get ahead of it, uh, the sooner you can kind of get not over it, but kind of through it a bit. You know, it's like you're never really going to get over anxiety. It's just a part of human beings. But certainly you can get to a place where it's manageable and then you can start looking at your other goals. And then, OK, I really want to get good at yoga now that, um, you know, other things are better and I'm less anxious. Cool. Well, yoga is probably going to help with the anxiety side, too. Right. That exercise component, the mental component of it. So all these things are going to start to help. And um Lastly, for me, really, it's just that a coach is also going to hold you accountable. You know, if you're not doing the things that you say you're going to do or you're not showing up, uh, the coach's job is there to kind of be tough on you and say, hey, you need to do this thing, right? Um, hey, how come you didn't work out last week? Oh, I went out drinking with my friends. Okay, well, did you work out over the weekend? Nah, I forgot. Okay, well, then you're, you're not going to have as much progress if you if you do that, right? And early on with, with my... Um, my friend who's helping out with my coaching for the training side, that sort of happened where it's like a Friday, I was super stressed out at work or something, or I just wasn't feeling good. Saturday came around, didn't do anything. Sunday came around. No, actually, no, I think I had like, I think I thought I had an injury. Like my rib was hurting really bad or something. <laughs> and I was like, dude, is something actually wrong with me or whatever? I was just like anxious was up in my head the whole time. Like maybe I have like a rib issue or like, did I pull something? And then um, just kind of didn't do it. And then Monday came around and that was when we were meeting up to work out. And she's like, well, you have to tell me these things. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm your coach. I'm here to help you through them, right? Like, we can talk about those issues. Or like, if you did pull a muscle, I can give you certain stretches to do. Or we can make sure I'm not giving you an exercise that's going to hurt you. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, right. You know, because I was just so used to being like the lone wolf and like, I'm going to get it done and I'm going to do it. And if I get hurt, it's my own fault, whatever, blah, blah. And like, I'm like, fuck, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, I like mean, it's back, still your fault if you get hurt. <laughs> true, it's true. It's still your fault. It's just now you have someone to kind of help you recover or help you, yeah, you know, figure true. out whether you're actually hurt. But no, that that is a good point. I think the accountability aspect is very important uh, in in all aspects of coaching, right? Because some people need that. Right. Like you need someone external to tell you that to hold you accountable for something so that you'll do it. And some people may not. Right. So, I mean, the, the, it you doesn't mean that you don't have to get a coach. Uh, this, that's just one aspect of coaching that may not benefit you. Like uh, personally, I. I mean, I kind of I'm pretty good at holding myself accountable for stuff. So. In most cases, I. If someone else tries to tell me to do something, I'm, I'm kind of rebellious towards it, and I tend not to do it 
because they tell me uh, not not like consciously but kind of subconsciously i'm just like you know i'll do it in my own time i'm not gonna listen to whoever it is but you know for some people it's just like they need that reminder or they need to know that someone someone cares or someone wants them to do better because that motivates them to do better that motivates them to go out and actually uh do what they need to do and it's again going back to mental health it's the same thing with the therapist right you go to the therapist and they're like hey did you do these practices that we talked about last session you know have you thought about any of this stuff that we we were talking about last time have you done this have you done that um and you know maybe you don't want to let your therapist down so you're like i haven't but next time i you know i will definitely do it but yeah that that is a very important aspect if you don't have that then you know and you need someone to hold you accountable then what do you do you know you just like matt said you give up you stop um so yeah i mean if if you find yourself giving up on you know going to see a therapist or getting a code or you know whatever you're doing you find yourself stopping um not completing it not getting where you want to go well, a coach might be the best option for you because like we said they'll offer that experience they'll offer you that knowledge and they'll hold you accountable that was beautifully said i don't i don't have anything else to add to that that was that was great thank you i'm thinking about all the other things in my life that i might need coaches for like dang like I, if i want to get back into yoga i should go get take a private lesson like yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm available to coach you anytime you want matt uh, i did mention something your, about seeking out experts i'll become uh, your life coach um i figure you know um i've been through life for 30 years it's a lot of experience right except for the fact that i'm older than you so why does that matter i don't know i just feel like for some reason a life coach has to have lived more life than me you know i have lived more life than you probably i've lived, I've lived for 30 years how long have you lived matt Longer not, than that. Not not that long. <laughs> not not much longer, but longer. I am I am older, yes. But yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean get out there, you know. Yeah, find set, a coach. Well, before that, you know, just figure out what you, what your goal is, right? True. What your goal is, look at your priorities, and then how you're gonna achieve those goals. And if you know you're gonna need extra help, find a coach. Right? And a Find coach might help who's... you with that. Yeah. Right? Like if, yeah. if if you know you like to play basketball, but, you know, you don't know what your goals are, you don't know what improve, like find a coach and talk to them and, you know, figure out goals along with the coach. Same thing with anything else. Um, if you want to improve your mental health, don't know what, you know, what kind of goals you can set for that. Find a therapist, go talk to them and set goals with the therapist. Uh, and that applies kind of across the board for anything that you want to do. If you want to, you know, grow more in your career and you feel like you're not growing enough or fast enough, find a professional coach, talk to them, set some goals. Um, you know, take full advantage of of these people, of these coaches. All right. And with that, uh, actually, before I end it, we were talking about coaches and recently I, like I've been wanting to, play more volleyball and stuff i think i mentioned it before so i i like i think most cities if not every city 
has a recreation program, right, that they do within the city or the county. So, I, you know, I pulled up uh, the one for the city I live in. And I was kind of scrolling through there. And that's that's a really good resource for finding relatively affordable um, coaches or relatively affordable activities you can do. Right? Or if you want to try something new, again, relatively affordable. So that might be a good thing to try. You know, just search up your city, search up recreation programs or recreation schedule uh, for I, I think it's usually by season, so spring, summer, fall, winter. And you can see all the recreational activities and sports available in your area. And then you can go and, you know, try them out. Again, there will be coaches and instructors, so there will be someone there to help you out, um, help make you better, or if you're just starting out, you know, get give you the knowledge and tools and experience you need to actually succeed. Yeah, with that, thank you all for listening. Uh, Stay safe, stay healthy, and good luck in uh, in your search for finding a coach.